that and then we can go hello there welcome to hd we're in the studio it's harry from opinions and i've got ben i'm here in the actual studio now in it's, the flesh yeah it's good in, to be good to be back hey hey i could feel that let's so we were we said we we're going to talk a lot about the all-star uh selection process but <laughs> that was last week and we'll talk about the all-stars slightly later yep but first there's been a uh, absolute a, a huge amount of trades that yeah i think there's still more to come personally i think we haven't seen we haven't seen the worst of it just yet but there's been a lot of some interesting ones already a lot of talk so this episode is all-star ballers and bad shot callers yes i think that's pretty appropriate because there's one team <coughs> that the kings <coughs> not to not to point fingers but the kings yep probably the, the the kings have now taken the crown from the lakers as making the worst moves yeah but i've made us a new little intro so let's get into it <laughs> so good that's amazing oh, oh my I, I swear the 76ers are just like if you have if it's not dame or james harden we don't care pretty much oh my gosh which maybe we should start off with a quick rumor mm, because yep. initially when all the james harden talk came out mm. i i'm gonna be honest with you i thought it was rubbish i thought it was a bit of smokescreen yeah i was pretty skeptical as well but yep. the more and more that stuff seems to be coming out the more and more now that i don't believe that there isn't a problem with mm. the nets yeah i think the, the more we hear i mean harden himself has said at points he's like i'm i'm committing to it i'm with the nets but i think with more and more circulating uh i think just lining up all the pieces between the two organizations i would not be surprised if harden ends up on the sixes so because well look obviously look i don't know if it's on the sixes but i don't like I think he definitely might be being like, hey, what are my options? Mm, I don't yep. think this is where he expected to be. Mm. A couple, like when he was two two years ago in Houston trying to force his way out. Yep. The whole Kyrie situation is definitely not what he signed up for. Yep. I think between yeah, the Kyrie situation, Katie out at the moment, I think just um, imagine this. When, when the team was being put together, it was crazy enough. We had Katie, Kyrie, and then when they added Harden, we're like, it's over. It's over. I mean, the Nets are a lock, but just, I mean, it hasn't lined up for them. They just haven't had it. Isn't it like the last like three years, like two years, sorry. They've Mm. played like 15 times together, the big three. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I mean, just haven't been able to get them all at the same time, really. And being that threat that we thought they would be. So if anything, these Nets teams are no different or any more special than the Rockets teams that Harden played for. I mean, yeah, it's pretty savage, but it's pretty, pretty accurate. I mean... well, especially if Kyrie's going to go around and be a anti-mandate person I mean, or whatever he's doing these if, days. If we look at where the Rockets ended up, I mean, they made it to the conference final, right? So they didn't quite make it yeah. make it to that, that final step. And I think the Nets, the best they've done with Harden or with Katie or Kyrie is... Second round, right? I think second round. Or, or did they even make conference final? No. No, because they got knocked out by the Bucks. So honestly, I mean... I think the Rockets were almost in a better... They yeah. did have to go through Golden State, admittedly, but I think maybe. they were almost in a better position. Maybe he should have stayed. <laughs> yeah, pretty crazy. 
um, I guess just real quick while we're on the Nets before we move on to the actual trades. Uh, I mean, the Nets... Oh, I mean, what's happened? What's happened? I mean, I think we know what's happened, but they've slipped. They're on a nine-game losing streak, which is... Uh, they, they were first in the East. Yeah, yeah. They were first, and now they're sitting all the way down in eighth, which... Uh, I mean, look, the East, as we said before, the East is very, very tight. I think we'll get into how, how tight it is later, but <laughs> uh, I mean, you can't afford to have a slide like that. I mean, they're missing KD. They've missed, obviously, Kyrie for a few games, and they've rested Harden, but just their performance with their bench, and I think, look, you can't put too much blame on them when they're missing the stars, but the bench has to be at least competent, and when they're it's down not, 28 yeah. to 2 in the first quarter, oh. Like against the Celtics, yeah. who are 7th. Yep. And are about to trade like 99% sure they're going to trade away Dennis Schroeder to someone. Mm. So, and like, it's not a good Celtics team. Yeah. But, and I think this is, this is like the, the trend that's sort of coming along though, is everyone kind of has their two, like their big two or three. And then it's who can get the best supporting cast. Mm-hmm. Cause yep. the Celtics have a big two. Yep, they got the two two J's, which you know they look they're not as good as other All Stars, but they're still up there. Mm. And a lot of the a lot of teams have like two or three good players, but they need to get the right supporting cast because mm. we're past. I think basketball is past the stage now where if you have an MJ, you can win it all. Yeah, I would one hundred percent agree. F- and I'm going to be honest because I'm going to call it out when I'm wrong. I I thought that the bench looked very good for the Nets beginning of the season. I think the addition of Patty Mills. I think, I mean, Joe Harris still has a good been out for a bit and stuff. Well, but Joe Harris is still out. He mm-hmm. had to get a, he um, like won't be coming back for another like six to eight weeks or something. Okay. There was a complication with his ankle surgery. That's a big blow for them, I suppose, as well. Luck. Yeah. But even the other pieces, like I just thought there was a bit more potential, and which haven't seen it. Where's Where's been Lamarcus Aldridge? Did he even play against the Celtics? That is a great question. What? Yeah, because like everyone, hold up, everyone's out for the Nets as well. Mm. Like, what? Because I haven't seen LaMarcus Aldridge's name that much. Ankle. Yeah, so yeah. So, yeah. his ankle's out. It's like all of their... Most of their good players, the ones that they really want on the field, Nick Claxton is day-to-day. Mm. Harden, out. LaMarcus Aldridge, out. Joe Harris, out. Kevin Durant, out. Paul Millsap, out. So, I mean, you can't blame them that much, but, you know, I'd still like to see a little bit more from the it's, bench. It's, Just, yeah. I think yeah, it was absolutely. a bit of a wake-up call with how bad the first quarter was. And look, it's an anomaly. It, it, it happens. But it's just a bit scary to see them, I mean, first and now down in eighth. So. Yeah, it's also yeah. bad luck that, what, four... Wait, no, one, two, three, four, five. Almost, yeah. Kind of six, six, if you count players, Kyrie. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, they're starting yeah. five plus maybe, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Their starting five is not around consistently at the moment due to injury. But I think all of this, together with other factors, I yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Harden is not committing uh for the long haul and yeah exploring his options elsewhere because we have mentioned before how good of a fit he would be i think i I still think ben simmons on the nets would be a pretty good he gives them some defense some ball handling he can even if you put ben like majority with like the second unit Mm. like have him start but then have him be the guy that like helps set up the second unit imagine patty mills with someone like ben simmons that like Aussie combo. <laughs> well, it, Paddy Mills doesn't have to create his own shot then. Ben can yeah. sort of lead everything and Paddy Mills can just worry about getting open and the Absolutely. ball will get to him because it's Ben Simmons. And I mean, Simmons isn't the player that we expected him to be, but I think given the right team, I think, yeah, he's still valuable. Look, so just do the hard strat. Surround him with people <laughs> that can shoot. Yep. He'll, then he doesn't have to them. shoot. Exactly. So, 
I think that could be could be an interesting trade. I guess we'll it, we'll see what pans out. I, I think the rumors are the big thing is it's the Nets want Simmons plus someone. Yeah, and it's the plus someone that I think is the the thing that they're going to be arguing the most mm. over because I think Philly would love to just do a straight trade. Which honestly, with the way sometimes Harden's been playing, <laughs> I don't know if he's value. Like for me, mm. Harden compared to two years ago versus now. His value has significantly dropped. Yeah, I mean, he was he was genuinely like MVP level he, seasons ago. He's starting to slow down. Mm. Not not quite to the extent of Russell Westbrook's slowdown, mm. but give it a, a year or two, and I think you wouldn't be wanting to give too much up for him. Mm. I mean, As, that's, that's a pretty big call. That's almost hot sauce right there. But I mean, I, I tend to agree with you, kind of. I mean. Part of it could just be, I mean, the team, but I think just as a player, I think he's slowing down a little. So not yeah, not mm. quite to the extent of Russ. I want that to be really clear. <laughs> Russ needs the talk. Someone <laughs> needs to sit him down and and tell him that you know when a man gets old, sometimes he has to come off the bench. Oh, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, I don't know if he'll uh, he'll take that well. But <laughs> but yeah, James, yeah. I just at the moment, there's too many rumors going around that some yeah James Harden is upset at some point. Mm. And that I think that the Nets at some point have at least answered the phone to the 76ers and had a discussion. Mm. I, I don't know if it's going to happen before the trade deadline. I think personally, the I don't know how it works with contracts and all that, but I think personally the Nets will try and run it into the finals. And then if they don't go far enough for Harden's liking, then they'll try and trade him. Mm. Yeah, that, that seems a pretty likely outcome, yeah. At least but give it a go in I the think, playoffs. I think I can guarantee that if the Nets don't make at least the conference finals, mm. at least minimum, James is gone. Yep. I don't think he's hanging around. He knows he hasn't got much time now. Mm. He is... He's ring, desperate to get that ring at this he's point. He's ring so. hunting. Yep. Because I think that's been his biggest... Uh, the biggest criticism is that mm. people were like, he hasn't got a ring. Yeah. I guess we can almost put that on the board. End of the season, Harden won't be on the Nets, I think. Yeah. I think if, reg- yeah, regardless if he gets traded now or not, he'll either mm. get done in the preseason the moment like that happens, or, or, or yeah, or he'll be done in the next two days. Exactly. Which, let's, well, let's keep, let's, okay, so that's trade rumors, because yep. Harden's probably the biggest one on the rumor block. Mm. Um, Simmons has been talked about a bit, but again, everyone seems to be making offers for Simmons, and Daryl's like, if you're not Dame or if you're not James, we're not interested. Yep. So let's talk about a very confusing um, series of events by the Portland mm. Trailblazers. Yeah, because they've so, been the center of not one, but two big so interests. Break trades. down the first trade for me, Ben. What happened? Okay, so first one that actually happened was between the Clippers and Blazers. So the Clippers moved uh, Norman Powell and Robert Covington to the Clippers, and then the Blazers received uh, Eric Bledslow. Justin, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, now they got a second round pick. I mean... What was the point of that? <laughs> pretty much. I think first thing I heard when I saw that was, like, there's no big star in it, but this is honestly one of the most confusing trades, even though there's no huge star. I think... Uh, at this Why? point, right, They so, didn't even get anything back. <laughs> I think for some context, right? So coming into this, we already knew the Blazers, that I mean, they're sitting in about, what, like 10th at the moment. So they're, they're kind of borderline... Uh, we we kind of knew that they're at that kind of crucial point where they either make some... They're in 11th. 11th, okay, even worse. So they're actually outside the play-in. Uh, but they either make some good moves, put something around Dame, who, I mean, could be honestly still in for the long haul if he wants to, or they blow it up. And I think this was kind of like the first 
tip that was like, all right, they must well, be going up, right? Didn't, isn't Dame out for the rest of the season as well? I don't know when they announced that yeah. he had an injury that was season-ending, but he's actually getting it fixed instead of trying to play through it. Like, yeah, actually, that's true. Good silly point. nilly. But, I mean, even... I mean, look, okay, they, they get a pick. It's a second-round pick. But just the sheer players, right? These were two of their, like, pretty much key role players, aside from CJ and Dame. They CJ got a we'll second-round pick. Yeah, it's... Here's the thing, right? Because obviously at this point, they're going in on the less rebuild, right? But with the resources they have, they're not getting anything really back because you at least want to get... I mean, look, Norman Powell, he's been playing great. He's pretty much like coming to his, his prime at the moment. You want to get something valuable back. They get an old-ish Eric Bledsoe, uh, not as good as we thought he'd be, Justice Winslow, uh, Keon Johnson, and a pick. I mean... But that's the thing. What, what a value did they get back? They got nothing. They got absolutely nothing back, which you, is just insane. You can't move any of these people for anything close to what you gave away to get yep, them. Exactly. Because at this point, you want at least to be getting something similar back or you want picks back, and they got neither of that. No offense to these players, but it's a downgrade. I mean, on the flip side... I think this is really good for the Clippers because obviously they picked up two very solid role players. And here's the thing as well, right? The Clippers, they're sitting in that play-in bracket at the moment. They're sitting in eighth. They're without PG, without Kawhi. This, honestly, this might be a big call, but I think these players could be guys that will kind of tide them over and actually get them into the playoffs. Uh, Norman Powell got 28 points in his Clipper debut against the Bucks. <laughs> Which, I mean... Off that, the bench. That's some dominant energy right there. He's like, what? I've just been traded? Cool. Let me go out and just absolutely get buckets. So... <laughs> That was impressive. It's a clip. I don't want to say it's the steal of the century, but it's... Well, actually, you know what? There's other teams that got just as... Steal, like, there's a yeah. couple of really bad trades, but this was the first one. Yeah. It's terrible. This this was almost a sign of things to come, I think. The, because, the, yeah. Well, yeah, it was a sign of things to come. The only mm. thing that this is good for is Blazers going complete tank mode. Yeah. I think they're all, all getting in the all getting in the tank. Choo uh, choo Army Commander Dame. <laughs> but so, yeah, it's gonna be yeah it's gonna so be interesting. Then what did the Blazers do? So then they followed that up with I mean another questionable trade. Uh so the Blazers received from the Pelicans, uh Josh Hart, who is really the only who? biggish name here, uh Thomas Sadaransky yeah, uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker, who honestly is improving, decent, decent player there. <laughs> Didi Luzada, who I don't even know, and then they got a uh, protected lottery, protected first round pick for 2022, and then two second round picks later down the track. Which at least they got some picks. At least they got some picks there. Although <laughs> we'll get back to that protected in a sec. And then the Pelicans received from the Blazers Larry Nance Jr., Tony Snell, and of course C.J. McCollum, who was the backcourt homie of Dame. Locking down things in Portland, getting buckets, and now that's over. So, which, which makes me think that that's uh, now I think they're blowing it up. Yeah, I think we had a little teaser with getting rid of Powell and Covington, but once they get rid of CJ, it's like okay, they're they're blowing things up. Which so for the for the Blazers that sucks. Yeah, but for the Pelicans, <laughs> I'm ex- mm. okay. This is a good like this is a uh, hands down win win move for the Pelicans. Yep. They've got CJ McCollum to put next to uh, next to Bi, mm-hmm. two trigger happy, like not quite all stars, but almost there all stars. Mm, definitely, I mean, if if they're playing well, they can average twenty odd points a game, uh, and I think it's just another weapon. Because let me also specify, the Pels are actually just inside play in bracket at the moment. They're actually ahead of the Blazers, who <laughs> they're not going to be fighting for a play in anymore, but. I mean, the Pelicans, if they had Zion, it's oh. a big what-if, right? Because that could be a decent big three. I mean, that's that's especially with how the two LA teams are playing, 
I reckon they could honestly be like pretty much a lock for for playoffs, which is exciting for them. It's it that is a big question of where is Zion, but mm. apparently he's in Portland rehabbing his ankle. Mm. Funny that it's Portland. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, oh. but like, yeah, look, this this Pelicans team is like looking decent, and haven't they mm. got Valanciunas? Yes, exactly. So, yes. I mean, his shooting beginning of the season was absolutely like, off the charts. Think, think about like, so how's this for a starting five? Mm. You've got CJ McCollum, mm. Brendan Ingram, mm. Valanciunas, mm. and Zion. That's honestly big. Big four. <laughs> That's a, not a bad four. You've just got to get bad. Please, Zion, please yeah. get better. <laughs> Tell me, um, the mm. protected first round pick, is that like a top 10? So pretty much if it's within, I think, uh, 15 upwards, it's um, still like kept by kept by the Pelicans, yep, which is protected, uh, which, which is again concerning because you really, you really want to have valuable picks. But I mean, look, the good news is if they're tanking fully, going for the long haul, they'll get hopefully picked down the track. But well, And then they're also making the gamble that New Orleans will mm. be high enough that that pick... Yeah, which I mean could, 2022. Be, could be possible, so that's, really. Yeah, the start of this year, mm. next year. But yeah, the only concern I would say for the for the Pelicans is CJ's a good pickup, but they're not a great defensive team and CJ doesn't help that at all. He's very much an offensive player very little on the defensive end so uh i think are they going a little bit of a net go, i mean go the hornets way look at the hornets yeah just go all look, in on the aim offense. for buckets first and then worry about defense yeah i mean brandon ingram has been compared to a kind of kd light so if they go for a net strategy all and, offense and no bi defense. loves the ball yep. he works hard absolutely i think he's honestly a pretty like quiet soft-spoken kind of guy like he doesn't doesn't do anything crazy he's not in the media tons he puts in the work behind the scenes is that a ball exactly yeah. i think i think he could yeah i think especially since he's left the lakers like he's been mm. really developing well with yeah the lack of the lakers attention and more mm. space to kind of play his own kind of game definitely he's thriving outside the spotlight and oh absolutely yeah maybe he's thriving away from the lakers yeah <laughs> which is just a mess um but yeah so i think that's that's in terms of the blazers yeah, I mean, at this point, they're blowing it up. But I just think since they Blow are going up. down that track, they really Blow should have. <laughs> Blow it they up. They really could, just could have got more value. That's the thing I'm concerned about. And more I think, picks, more something. Yeah. yeah it's just, I mean, even just guys like Powell and Covington, like, I, oh, I think there's potential been. there. So. It, Bit of it's given, but, like, think about it. I don't know, because I'm pretty sure, was it Powell or was it one of them just signed another, like, this year, like, signed an extension. Which is even more confusing. I think it was Powell. He actually um, extended just, the contract yeah. and was, like, pretty, like, set being in Portland. And then... They just moved him. Yeah. But they gave a Clippers somewhat. Like, it's not like they're not they're not trading, they're expiring. They've just moved everyone. Yeah. So now Clippers have at least Powell for the next couple of years, yeah. which once you bring back Kawhi and Paul mm. George, you have some insane depth coming on. Like Absolutely. this team's already playing well without its two all-stars. You just gave them, they you pretty much took all of their bad players and gave them <laughs> better players. It's just an upgrade across the board, really. Which, and look, we always hate the Clippers <laughs> here on Hoopinions, but next year... With the with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George healthy, mm. this could be a team to watch. And because we were just talking about the Nets with the Stars, but they haven't really had the supporting cast as much as we thought. They've this got, could be they've got the Stars the with the supporting cast. cast. Exactly. This, this team should be doing nothing. And yeah. they're all like top eight. Yeah. The eighth. So that's going to be really exciting. So I look forward to that. 
Uh, and just quickly, two more big trades that we do need to talk about, both involving the Pacers this time, because we have we've been waiting, haven't we? We've been sitting there going, okay, the Pacers are going to do something, just waiting for what's going to happen. And <sighs> they finally moved moved uh, the pieces. The first one was Karis Levert going to the Cavs. Which and, actually, that's not an... Uh, I love that trade. Yeah, that one's actually a good trade. So Karis Levert and a second round pick to the Cavs. And the Pacers got back from them. Ricky Rubio, uh, 2022 lottery first round pick. And then two more second round picks later down the track. Which I actually love for the Cavs, especially. Yeah. Oh, worth every every single... I think, coincidentally, uh, that really fits in, I think, a gap they're missing because they've been playing with the bigs, but they haven't really had that... Uh, I mean, look, they've got Garland, who's an all-star, spoiler, for the, <laughs> the, end of the episode, <laughs> but, I mean, they've got that, but they're missing that shooting guard, right? And I think it's a perfect fit. So I, I love that. They're Honestly, it looks like they were still rebuilding at the beginning of the season, but they're really competing now. I think they're like, let's just do it. Let's go, go in. And they didn't give up too much. I mean, I feel bad for Rubio, he was look. He was playing really well he was before really he hurt well. himself. I think he was a great fit, but, but unfortunately, the facts are he's old. Yeah, I mean injuries are more yeah. likely. It's going to happen. Lavert's younger mm. and a better scorer. I think personally, uh, and look, I haven't watched a lot of Karis Lavert. I have not watched a lot of the Indiana games, so mm. I might be talking smack. But I feel like Rubio was maybe slightly more pass for like a bit more oh, playmakerish. Yep. But yep. again, they need a shooting guard. Yeah. So, and I mean, if if Levert can Levert's play anything like his, his better peak scorer. and how he can play, I think that's a great, great pickup. And the Cavs who are already looking quite quite solid, I think that's just another another piece to really lock them in the playoffs and potentially have a deep. Cavs run, are still so. fourth, and they've gone seven mm. and three in the last ten. They're consistent, honestly. And, and that's without like Levert and Levert, honestly. Will probably like you know when there's like a move where it's like this is gonna help them in the playoffs, mm. like this is gonna help keep the Cavs up in the top eight, one hundred percent, potentially even the top four. Yep, and they might. I don't want to jinx them, but like they could go make it to the second round. I can. I, I think, can honestly see. That I think there's a lot of potential if Levert can gel well mm. with this team, and this team can hopefully avoid injuries. Mm. Um. This team now is fun. Team next year will be fun. They've got Sexton coming back. Yes. Oh. So there's a... Pretty stacked, They've honestly. almost got enough players that they could have, like, a starting five with, like, another starting five coming off the bench. I think like, they've got the depth, yeah. It's potential. Like, imagine if you if they weren't running three centers and they put one of the centers off the bench. Like, imagine even just, like... I know they'd never do it, but imagine Allen coming off the bench. And, and then the other, and then Or Mobley coming off the bench. defensive presence even with their bench unit it'd be it'd be terrifying there's a there's a lot of potential so yeah i actually love that trade Mm. indiana gets some picks worth it which i think at least that see that's how you move assets and actually get something back because they got like three picks off it um and just quickly as well lavert i think he will gel with the team because watching him when the nets made the playoffs just pretty much with like d'angelo russell and just like <laughs> all these up-and-coming players in fact i think he played with jared allen as well so that's yep, another yep. another guy he's played with so i think it'll be a great fit so. Cavs is just becoming the not the graveyard but the, <laughs> the i don't want to say the cast-offs either because like these are two good players but like the people that the nets can't fit on their team yeah uh, james harden to the Cavs. <laughs> that'll that'll honestly fuel them and inspire them so i think they're going to be that, very deadly I'm very excited for the Cavs. so good uh, and then the very uh, last one we have to mention and this one's a doozy this is this is almost We've well, had almost your little tiny bit of hot sauce. This is going to be my little bit of a bombshell. Well, not a doozy for the Pacers. Oh, no. Sorry. Not not for the Pacers, but the Kings. So this is a Kings-Pacers trade. So What did the Kings do, Ben? <laughs> so the Kings traded... Actually, no. We'll go with who they got first because we'll have a little bit of a ray of sunshine. So 
the Kings received Demontis Sabonis, who nice. obviously like two-time All Star, yes. great great pickup. Nice. Uh, they also got Jeremy Lamb, Justin uh-huh. Holiday, and a second-round pick in like four years' time. Which not a not a bad little group. Not bad. But what they gave up? So they gave up Tristan Thompson, sure. Buddy Heald, who I mean maybe wasn't gelling perfectly, but they really need the three-point shooting, and they lost that now. And Tyrese Halliburton, who I did not expect at all because recently they said he was untouchable. They're like, they're taking inquiries, like, no, we're not trading him or Fox. We're not trading these guys. And I, I kept reading it. that they should have kept, they should have traded Fox and yeah. kept Halliburton. Look, as much as I love De'Aaron Fox, this team is not working. They should be looking to the future, and I think Tyrese was the future. He's a better shooter better passer and think of the last month he's averaging about like eight or nine assists or something he's about 40 percent from three and he's only in his second second or third seat like are, oh, are the kings doing? just trying to make sure that like they're consistently for like the next like like they've been the worst team for like 20 years are they just trying to keep it going for another 10 like I mean, i've got here with four question marks after it i've got what are the king's motives because i mean most of these teams at least with portland they didn't make great moves but you can see what they're doing right you can see they're rebuilding the tanking with the kings i can't tell if they're still trying to compete or if they're rebuilding they're just stuck in that limbo and that's like the opposite of a sweet spot that's why they haven't been in the playoffs in 15 years because they're sitting i think 12th or 13th now they're not even close to the play-ins so like okay so the only thing i can think of is yes they had to pick between halliburton and fox they Mm. had to keep one yep it wasn't working having two of them. Yep. So, getting rid of Tyrese, while idiotic, sort of makes sense. And then you get in Sabonis, mm. who's a good... He's power forward, right? Yeah. yeah power forward big. center. Yep. He can ball handle as well, yep. so that, like, you know, Fox doesn't have to do everything, mm. which is a good idea. So, like, I can kind of see that. But why would you give up Bubby Heald? <laughs> For what? Like, does Jeremy Land shoot? Uh, I mean, Isn't yeah, he does kind of. But that's the thing, right? Because the Kings, they actually are notoriously a bad three-point shooting team. Uh, DeMontis can kind of hit the three, but he's not like a shooter. Buddy was really like their best shooter. And even Tyrese was turning into a great shooter and they got rid of both of them. I, I cannot, cannot fathom it. It's, right. So you've gone from almost trading Buddy Heald for like Coors, um, mm. a bunch of Lakers young talent yep. and instead you got the Justin Holiday, which I believe is the younger brother and not quite as nearly as successful younger brother of Drew Holiday yep. and Jeremy Lamb just two two bench guards really I mean, uh, I mean look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an optimist usually and so nah, this is just the, one, the one good thing is I mean Kings fans can be excited watching Sabonis but other than that... What do you mean? The Kings weren't excited anyway. <laughs> the Kings fans are all sitting there weeping. <laughs> they, yes, but they know. Their subreddit cont- literally says, Welcome to basketball hell. <laughs> they but, know. And it's like, of all the... Like, uh, they could have traded... Uh, like, Look, I don't blame Indiana for taking that deal. Like, they got oh, yeah. good stuff, a good return. Cause, but it's like, oh, of all the exciting places that Sabonis could have gone... Mm. And he went to probably the most least exciting team there. Yeah, I do feel a bit bad for Sabonis himself, yeah. Um, but just quickly, so you did touch on it, the, the paces, right? Because this, I don't know if this is a hot take really, but I think this is yet another good move for them because, the, oh, look, okay, they, we knew that they were going to rebuild, but I feel like this is almost borderline, like they're still going to be playing decent basketball while rebuilding. 
I feel but like that's, not, that's not what you want. How are they going to get picks from the draft if you're playing well? They still. I don't think they're going to be like necessarily moving up high in the standings, but they're still going to have a good team to base it on. I feel like Portland, for example, is going to have a garbage team. Absolute no one there to do anything other than maybe Dame if he's still there. But I feel like the Pacers are going to have a decent structure to build on and also young players, right? Because, I mean, look, other than Rubio, who they got in the other trade, but Tyrese is the younger of the two with Fox. Fox, I feel like he's kind of hit his ceiling. Like, he's a good point guard, but... He's an okay point guard. I mean, okay point guard. Halliburton, we don't know exactly what he can do yet. He's still improving. They've got Buddy Hield, still still youngish, good shooter and stuff like that. But they've still got pieces, right? They're, they're going to tank while having like a decent t- uh, building block to start from. I, I don't know. I don't know what the Kings got out of it, but I think the paces... And the other thing too, Miles Turner was kind of a little bit restricted by having Sabonis, the other big, kind yeah. of taking away a little Turner's bit. Turner's younger. Him. Yeah. I mean, Turner... So they're going young. Turner is incredible defensively, blocks like I think two points something every every game, but he's kind of got like room to move now, right? So they might unlock some more potential for him as well. Big I sad think it's, means yeah. he's not going to the Hornets, <laughs> which would have been a cool. Move, I would I would almost try and move Buddy Hield for, for picks. Yeah, yeah. In I mean, off, in the in the off season, be like he's available, but give us a first round. Oh, there's still value there. Is he worth a first rounder? Probably. Someone will give him a yeah, first rounder. I think so. Go for a first rounder. Aim high. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, in between Halliburton and Chris Duarte, who's a pretty solid rookie so far, I think, yeah, they're setting themselves up well for the future, which I think the Kings are not. Yeah, yeah, yep, it's, it's just downhill. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, So, with Portland, the only starters that haven't moved yet are Nurk and Dame. Yep. So... Hornets for Nurk? Ooh, I didn't think about that. I reckon that could be cool. So, huh? I mean, Nurkic is start a Who do they? Who do they move to Portland? Oh, then? please! I've got no idea. <laughs> well, that looks like they'll take any sort of rubbish that we throw at them. I mean, at this point, I mean, yeah, Portland will probably just take their their twenty twenty eight draft pick and and some guy off the bench, and they'll be happy. So, <laughs> but, but it, it also makes me think: Does that mean Dame's going to get moved? I, I mean, I feel like it's inevitable, right? Surely. Surely. So they can't win with this team. Mm. Surely they're going to move Dame. Are they going to be calling Daryl Morey and offering Dame? Because I don't could know. Be, could be on the books, to be honest. Ben Simmons on Portland Trailblazers? Lol. I mean, <laughs> tank commander Ben Simmons. Yeah, well, it's not, a, uh, it's not a Californian team that he wanted, but... <laughs> That's true. I mean, it's just up the coast a bit. Pretty much the same. I mean... He can just chuck as many three pointers as he wants, or take as few as he wants because they're tanking, right? So, the yeah, oh so I'd be very gosh. interested to see because what we've only got like a day or two now. Yeah, I think we're in the last couple of days, which obviously is when it picks up. So that's why it's when, so that's when the big guys are going to do last yep. minute moves. But mm-hmm. um, be very interesting. Oh, uh, just a f- quick fun fact: uh, Atlanta and New York were also in the running for CJ McCollum. Mm, okay, they didn't offer enough. Hmm. I think that that could have been interesting on I mean New York they're kind of in need of a a star to kind of take the take the reins. Uh could have been interesting but I'm glad he didn't go there cuz I think it'd be a little bit. <laughs> so little bit let's cut. just very quickly before we talk about the All-Star selection, mm-hmm. Chicago Bulls have gone 5 and 5 in the last 10. They're still third somehow. They're hanging on. They've been struggling. Um they're two big defensive people, Caruso and Lonzo. Mm-hmm. Lonius Ball are out. Yep. Which they've been struggling, but then Lum- Demarvelous and um, Vuk. Yep. 
Future's keeping them in there too. So they got they both got a thirty piece the other day. Oh, it's that, nuts. That's the thing about having so many options. So it's nuts. They're, they're playing well. Uh, in Toronto's there. up in sixth. All of a sudden, they've gone eight and two. I mean, we say how close the East is. I mean, that's why we're seeing these crazy moves. But I will say I'm still very surprised that Toronto is up there. So let's talk about some crazy moves. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, let's talk about not crazy moves, but how tight the East is. I have a little fun fact Mm -hmm. that really highlights how close things are. So as of today, uh, this stat I saw yesterday, but it still works. As Mm -hmm. of today, the Jazz and the Knicks both trailed the number one seed in their conference by 11 games the Jazz are 4th seed 4th in the ladder the Knicks are (laughs) 12th that's so good I mean that's what we've been pointing out this season so far but that's crazy to see how big that difference is the West is so weak that's actually crazy and the East uh, is just this this is gonna go down to the wire like look like look at the games behind Miami Heat's in first Milwaukee's half a game behind. Chicago mm-hmm. Bulls, 1.5. Cavs, 1.5. Philly, 2.5. The Raptors and the Celtics are 4.5. Nets are 5.5. Then the Hornets are 7. The Hawks are 8.5. Then Wizards are 10. Knicks are 11. I mean... Any of those teams could get it. And that's just for the so play-in. Yep. Washington are 10 behind. Yeah, like, it's... Uh, sorry. Like... People can fight. Like, the play-in spot is open for whoever wants it. Mm. The top eight is really open for whoever wants it. Absolutely. I mean, even the top six, right? Just avoid the playoff entirely. I think that'll be really crucial because if you if you finish seventh in the play-in games, any of these four teams, with their, them being that close, it's not guaranteed who's going to make it out. No, so, absolutely. Yeah. Especially with last year when the uh, Warriors lost. Yeah. They were seventh and then they lost... To the mm. Lakers, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, after Lakers. Yeah, so it's like anything can happen. Teams will be fighting hard yep. to get into the top six and avoid that play-in. It's going to be a but very exciting This is just going to go down the wire. It's going to be so great. <laughs> I'm so excited. So uh, let's let's talk about the All-Stars. Let's do it. Because there was a couple of uh, interesting mm. selections. Absolutely. So... Oh, where to start? First of all, just general general thoughts. I'm happy with the overall selection. Uh, yeah, same. Overall, I don't disagree with mm. most of, the, like, uh, seven-tenths. Yeah. I'm 75% happy. And I think there are, it's it's also good just because there are a few names that it's their first time, I think, well-deserved. Um, and also some first time as a starter as well, which may be a bit more controversial, but oh, we're very interesting, get into to say it. the least. Let's... Do you want to start with the East? Let's start with the East. Uh, okay. Maybe as we go through the, the people, um, we can be like, agree or disagree with their selection. I like that. Or, I like that. Okay, so... So we're going with the Hoopinion's tick of approval. Yes. Yep. Kevin Durant gets the tick straight off the bat. Yep. I don't think there's going to be any argument. Unfortunately, he's injured, so he will get replaced. Yep. But initially, with uh, Kevin Durant, big tick. Yeah, I mean, makes sense. And he's also been named the captain, so he'll be drafting his team, but He'll he's crazy. Very happy with that. I mean... Um, next off, we've got Giannis. Big tick. Another, another no, pick, yeah. no, no, dis, no disrespect. <laughs> Giannis is playing insane. Yep. He's like the big one on, on the Bucks. Mm-hmm. He's playing well. He got forty four today. And I mean, what he's averaging almost twenty nine points a game as well. Just, just low key. So it's oh my goodness. He's he's having a great season. 
always should be there. Surprised he... Honestly, a bit surprised he's not the captain. I think it was between nah, him and Durant, really. KD. Even, even between... Even between Embiid, to be honest. But yeah. Yeah. But I think KD's yeah. the more... Po- like, big market popularity. Yeah. KD's the biggest star. Because, I mean, it's it's not just coaches. It's fan votes, too. So exactly. Um, then we've got DeMarvelous. DeMar DeRozan. How good. I called it. He's a, Not only is he an all-star, he's a starter. I think it's very well-deserved as well. Um, maybe, if anything, a little unexpected coming into the season. But we've seen him play. I think it's very well-deserved. So. Yep. Very happy with that. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid... Obviously, yeah, fantastic he's MVP he's, level. So he's killing it again. Yep. Him and him and Nikola Jokic are just showing that the big man still has a place. Yeah. And he's been absolutely on fire. He's averaging what twenty nine points a game now. He's had some huge thirty odd bombs recently. So yeah, he's playing yep. crazy. Uh, and so now Jason Tatum gets the nod as a starter, replacing yep. Kevin Durant. Which so even though the Celtics haven't been incredible they so, are so, so up. i think we need to discuss this okay do is it just raw stats when it comes to all-star selection or do we have to take into account where their team is like not, mm. it's not the be all and end all but is it purely stats or is it stats plus how your team's doing i mean i i would lean towards to be honest uh, it's, it's case by case but i would lean towards the team has to be doing well as, as well okay yep. kind of so, like mvp conversation so i think that Tatum should be an all-star, mm-hmm. but he should not be a starter. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I think part of it is just down to the position he plays. I think kind yes, of... Yes, the positions know, down, do mess up things a little bit, yep. but I don't think he should be the starter. I, th- I think that's a fair call. That's a fair call. I think, yeah. I mean, Boston isn't doing as well as we'd expect. Uh, I think he's doing his best, but yeah, I, I think that's a fair, fair call. I'm happy with him as a starter, but I can yeah, definitely see not necessarily... Based and, on how the team's playing. But for now, because if we base off the original, like if Kevin Durant was there, mm. I would then... So next is Trey Young. Mm. Which, so initially, I need to, I need to preface this. So Trey Young, yes, thumbs up. I think he should be an all-star. Yep. I don't think he should be the starter. Yep. Okay. So in let's just pretend that KD was still here. Mm-hmm. So Jason's on the bench. Trey Young should be on the bench as well. And LaMelo Ball should be the starting guard for Ooh. the All-Stars. And that is hot. And that you can take it to the bank mm. because LaMelo Ball is the main reason, I want to say. Look, the Hornets team is good. They're firing on all cylinders. But mm. you cannot deny that this team didn't look like anything until LaMelo started the pickup steam. 100%, yeah. I think for, what, this is his second year in the league second year and he's already carrying the team he's getting he's what what is he averaging 19 points he's getting a lot of 30 bombs mm. high 20s he has the occasional off game but he's second year and i mean him. across the board too he's a point guard averaging almost eight rebounds a game or over, over seven rebounds a game i think just across the board he's playing really yes. well he's a sister high mm. i'm i'm gonna say it he that's, is that's crazy. the third youngest all-star mm behind LeBron James yep, and Kobe Bryant. Yeah, that tracks, yep. I mean... Did I think... Okay, did I think that LaMelo would be that special? Yes and no. Mm. But if you start putting him in the... He's the youngest all-star outside of LeBron and Kobe. Mm. The more that this guy plays, the more I think that the the star is the ceiling. The moon, Mars... Uh. Okay, look, I think 
all star starter. I'm not set on, but I think he definitely should be an all star. So <laughs> I think me. he definitely should be an all star. So I was surprised he didn't get all star, but obviously with KD out, the him fact that he had in, to I think that makes the up. fact he came in as an injury reserve is a travesty. I agree with that. I 100% agree with that. He should have been an all star off the bat. Off the bat, I don't know about starter, but because no. if we include team performance as well, well, so. the 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 well, the, the Hornets are doing better than Atlanta. Yeah, I, I don't know if Trey should be a starter either. To be honest, but no, I don't think Trey should be a starter. This, I mean, this could be a hot take. I think Darius Garland should be the starter, and you could call that crazy because. Maybe. But if you go by how the team's playing, that would certainly drive him up a little bit. Possibly because the Cavs are playing great. I would I would consider that. And I mean, if we all right, if we're looking off stats, right? Obviously, not as much of a scorer. Perhaps that is more of an all-star thing for Trey to be averaging 27 points compared to Darius's 19. But I mean, eight assists as well, almost as high as Trey. I, I think almost the same level plus teams doing well. Maybe it's a bit too much of a stretch, but yeah. Okay, so <laughs> so yeah, so let's we've got Trey Young, Tick, <laughs> Lamelo Ball should have been there Should've the been, first time yep. round. Yep. Jimmy Butler. I mean, oh, that's a thumbs, thumbs down. down. Oh, okay. That's Let's get thing. into this. Okay. All I right. think Tyler Hero should be the representative from the Heat. Oh, actually, I was I was had a surprise face when you put thumbs down, but I do agree with that. I think Tyler should be there as well. Nothing against Jimmy. He's been pl- look. He's been playing well. He's playing really well. Yeah. But he's missed like half the season. Mm. Whereas Tyler's been there. Oh, Tyler here has been there for one. most of the look. I and there's going to be a couple of these where I feel like Jimmy just got the nod because he's Jimmy Butler and he's a previous All Star and. It's Jimmy, and I, that, I don't. Part of it, yeah. And I just don't look. He's got he's got good numbers, but I don't think he deserves it. He has played like half the season, mm-hmm. and yes, the Miami Heat are playing really well, but it's because a lot of other people have been stepping up. Yeah. And Tyler Hero has been one of the few people on the Heat that has played. I feel like he's played. I I don't know off the top, but for certain, but he's played most of the games. He has actually yeah. been there. He's been amazing off the bench. He should be in contention for sixth man of the year. Yeah, I think, look, I mean, stat-wise, he's not averaging the same as Butler. This is based off fan votes as well, and obviously Jimmy is, yeah. like, more of the face of the team. Fans are stupid. But, I mean, yes, we can, we can definitely agree with that. We're stupid too sometimes. But, look, I think stat-wise... No. Everything we say is straight fire. Stat-wise, all-star Jimmy is, is better. But do we need to factor in, Tyler's averaging 20 off the bench, yeah. though. Yeah. So I think six Jimmy's man, only averaging twenty one point nine. He's also averaging six rebounds and six assists. Yeah, but as opposed to Tyler's four. But this is off the this is off the bench. So I think if Tyler was playing starter minutes, so, he would so be what, having one point one one point nine points more than Tyler and two rebounds a game more and on more assists. So pretty much across the board, better stats. But I I will say if Tyler was playing starter minutes, I think he would have got in. I think he would have got in. It's the fact he's coming off the bench. I don't think he got in. Tyler's the main reason why they're still a number one. That, that's true, but that's why he didn't get in. I'm I'm not disagreeing necessarily. I'm just saying this is why. Fight me. This is why. So I think fan vote Jimmy's in because it's Jimmy. So fans should be cut out and the media. <laughs> I can see you're coming from. I think Tyler is a borderline all star and definite six man of the year uh, candidate, if not the six man of the year. So that's fair. Um, Darius Garland. Yes. I think we both agree. I mean, it's... Ballin! I was almost a surprise when I saw his name come up. I was like, oh, what? Actually, some recognition. But yeah, I'm happy for him. And I mean, he's only in about his third or I'd say... Ballin! (laughs) He's playing great. And so are the Cavs. And I don't know what he was doing when Sexton was around. Because wasn't Sexton a bit of a ball hog? A little bit. I mean, the two of them both are guards. Sexton 
is a bit more shooting guard, I suppose. But trade Sexton. Yeah, I mean, if I had to keep one of them, yeah, I'd keep Garland. But <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I think without Sexton, he's definitely getting more of the ball and playing with the bigs. I think it's a great combo, eight assists a game. Yeah, and and also, can we just say the All Star game is in Cleveland? So I'm so happy they got a representative. Cleveland. That's really cool. So I'm very happy for them because it would be a shame because their team is very well-rounded. So I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't get a pick at all into the All-Star team. So I'm glad they got one. Uh, I guess moving on, Harden. I I, I did like a shrug. You did a thumbs down. I get Yeah, we really didn't put a camera into this. (laughs) I thumbs down. And there's one main reason why I thumbs down. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like he's getting a little bit of the Jimmy Butler treatment where he's just getting in because he's James Harden. Compared to other years... Mm -hmm. Look... James is averaging 20 point, 22 points a game. And 10 assists and 8 rebounds. He's averaging which, great stats. Which is is okay. Like, but like for James Harden, that's just okay though. But I mean... That's a still, step back for stats. James. It's, I think it's irrespective of, of where he was playing before, like in terms of stats. I think it's still good good performance. I think it's... Yeah, that's what you should base I, it on. I still think... Look, it is a good... Like, they're good stats. Mm. But the team is struggling. Yep. Yeah, although they were much higher up. They were. They dropped very quickly. Yeah, so they, I, they did drop very yeah. quickly because it's so close. Mm. I just think personally that yes, James is averaging twenty-two points, but they're not pretty. They're not. It's like it's not dominating like he yeah. normally does. Like if you look at Darius, like you can't stop that man. A lot of these people <laughs> yeah. on this list, you can't stop them. They're bawling out of their minds. Mm. And for me, Harden's just kind of getting 22 points in spite of everything. It's not pretty. <sighs> it's not clean. It's not dominant. He has, like... He's still getting those numbers, though. I'm, I'm not defending him. I'm just giving you the other side of the story. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. If, if you had a player averaging, like, 40 in a season and then they drop to, like, 30, it's like, wow, that's a huge downgrade. But they're still getting good stats, right? I think he's still... It's not pretty. It's not pretty, but he's still getting numbers. And obviously, fan vote two, big city. He's one of the three stars there. So I, I just yeah, for me, thumbs down. I'm not a big fan of how he's playing the season, but I think he should be an all star. Whether I like it or not, I think he should. Thumbs be. down. <laughs> That's fair. You got to be picky. That's there's fair. too many spots. There's too many talented people for mm. someone just to get by on. He's getting by on his name. Yeah, that's fair. They're just like, oh, you, James Harden. Yeah, you coming in. <laughs> Moving on, Zach Levine. Actually, this is who I think should have been, been a starter. Should have been a starter. Yes, I will agree with that. I think honestly, DeRozan and Levine, and not just because I'm I'm hype on the Bulls, but they're both playing really well and they're both putting up similar numbers. So they're both averaging like. 24 well demar was 25 5 and 5 pretty much so yeah 26 and 25 like that's insane they're putting up solid numbers i mean this bulls team is so exciting yeah and i think also going back to the team thing the team is doing well yeah he's not averaging as as many assists and rebounds as harden for example but the team and and yeah just literally they've got two almost duplicate level performers they're both starters in my mind so yeah i think they should both be there uh, Chris Middleton. Bam bam. Ooh, savage. Okay, run me Get through it. Get the trash out of here. <laughs> so savage. Okay. This, this okay. is the when when Lamelo Ball had not been picked and they picked Chris Middleton. Mm, okay. Yep. I will say. Yep. Lamelo definitely should be in in front of him, but I think he's still he's on all star level. The Bucks are doing decently, and he's the number two guy there. Simple as that. Who? <laughs> Who's Chris Middleton? Come on, man. He's, he's been an all-star before. Yeah, in and like I, 1995. Wow. It was literally like the other, the other year. But look, I, I think part of it is a little bit of like the feel-good story that he literally was like in the G League or the D League at the time, like pretty much came from nowhere and became an all-star level player. 
But look, I mean, it comes down to a similar thing. Like the Bulls, team's doing well. Two best players on the team should be All-Stars. Bucks doing well. Two best players. I think they're both All-Star level. The only reason Chris Middleton got selected is because the All-Star teams still insist on having positions and they need another mm. forward. Perhaps. Because they had too many guards already and they had not enough and they didn't have enough forwards because they've already filled up the centers. Because mm, the funny thing is like, Chris Middleton's like a wing player so he plays like... He is playing small forward, I think, but he's like a shooting guard too. So it's almost borderline, but they put him in as a foot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the position thing is a little bit of an interesting question because like, we should really have the top players regardless of position, but then... Uh, I don't know. It's a tough like one. It's Sabonis a tough one. or Allen... Yeah. I'm pretty sure I could find some uh, better people mm. that, like, what about Jalen Brown, Bradley Beal? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of these guys are kind of borderline. Like, I wouldn't be surprised Pascal. if any of them... There's a lot of people that yeah. are better than Chris Piddleton. <laughs> I think he's still, nah, still fat. Thumbs down. Get him out of here. <laughs> okay. And last one in the East. And I love this one. Yep, I'm down. Fred Van Vliet. Ding, ding, ding. And I mean, I was a little surprised when the Raptors were a bit lower, but they've just been rising and rising. And he, he honestly, he deserves more recognition. I don't think we've even shouted him out really much this season, but he's... Because the Raptors suck. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he was a great piece on the championship Raptors team, but like, I was like, oh yeah, he's like a solid off the bench. This dude's like carrying his team and he was yep. undrafted. I mean... What a steal. Absolute steal. Well, and the draft isn't perfect true but yeah i think it's such a great improvement and this this dude's literally six foot short king shout out he's like oh, just his dominance with his size i think yeah i'm very very surprised very so good. i think he deserves it so that is our breakdown of the yes <laughs> east let's go the with west the west quickly. so first off we've got mr stephen curry well first off we've got i mean lebron james haven't we <laughs> well well he's the okay lebron james is the, the captain. captain yeah i mean that's a that's pretty much a given sure yeah. We, uh, yes, I think LeBron deserves it. He's been balling yeah. out recently. As much as we diss the Lakers, he's he's playing, playing well great, personally. So it's yeah. like the only Laker that is playing well. Yeah, slowing down, but he's still putting up numbers. Like he's yeah, he's putting up offensive numbers. Don't look at his defensive <laughs> stats. <laughs> yep. So, Mister Stefan Curry, mm-hmm. even and I think it's another Harden thing. I still think, unfortunately, to Harden, Harden doesn't deserve it, but Mister Stefan does. He's struggled, but he's still struggling in getting twenty-five points a game. Yeah. I mean, Warriors, it, but and then the Warriors are second. Yeah, because that's the thing, right? Like you could argue, oh, he played so much better before. Like he's, I mean, he has. He's had much better seasons. But the thing is, he's still putting up numbers. His team's still winning. So I think you re- can't really argue with that. Yeah. I think that's all star right there. So, and yeah. he's still trying to be involved. He yeah. hasn't got a persisting hamstring. He's averaging problem. over five rebounds a game. Just, just low key. Not like, bad. Not he's, bad. He's not that tall, but I think. Yeah. Just his, his pace and his hustle. Speedy um, boy. Yeah. It's honestly surprising. So I think it's a fun stat. He like zooms <laughs> around the court. I don't know how he does it. He just is constantly running. Anyway. It's nuts. And they've got Clay back, Golden State. Mm. Could be, look, Golden State are like one good center away, which I read yesterday. Mm. I read somewhere. I don't know where. I read somewhere that James Wiseman is doing contact mm. drills or something. He's been cleared to do contact. So it could be back shortly could well contacts yeah but he hasn't played for 10 months or whatever but mm. <laughs> he's finally been cleared to do contact drills so that's a, if they could get him back in time for playoffs could be huge could be helpful again he was struggling a bit with the system last year but he's tall True. and they don't have a lot of height <laughs> uh 
so yeah, we already ticked off LeBron, Nikola Jokic. Uh, I don't really have much to say. Tick, obvious tick. Yep. Cha ching, cha ching. You can tank that to the bank. <laughs> Denver won't win it all, but they'll get you know second round probably. Yeah, yeah. He's still putting up crazy numbers playing MVP level. So yeah, definitely. The the, the, the Nuggets have got a lot of potential because like they've got Aaron mm-hmm. Gordon who is fitting in really well with the team. Yep. They can just get um, Jamal Murray back. Yeah, that's been pretty pretty crazy he's been out for quite a while now like, so if they had a couple more people back they actually have a decent team mm. with a decent bench it's just yeah, I mean, they're, they're sitting in sixth and i mean you'd, you'd hope they'd be a bit higher but that's without murray so with murray back i think they're with the way utah's going i think they're more like a fourth fourth place yeah so, yeah you know. uh after mr yoke we've got john morant double yes well yeah, deserved obviously he's bowling <laughs> he's absolutely bowling. there's no other word for it he's bowler bowling. Yeah, and I mean, starter as well. I think he's, that's very fitting. He makes Kyrie look like an amateur magician. <laughs> I'm just picturing him with a top hat now. Um, but have oh. you seen some of the finishes Ja does? Like, it's, it's, crazy. it's Kyrie level wizardry on another level. Yep. Oh, and it's good because I'm a Grizzlies fan too. So I think obviously... I mean, obviously, it's it's crazy that's only his first All-Star appearance. He's only his, like, fourth, third or fourth season or something. Third season, I think. But, yeah, first All-Star appearance. And what a way to do it by being a starter as well. So, so, so deserved. Yep. So. Very exciting. And then we have Questionable. Mm. Andrew Wiggins. Starter. Yeah, I mean, look, I think I think it's fair that this is his first All-Star appearance, I think, with his career so far. Oh, I think... You know, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm honestly, I'm happy for him to Mm. be an all star. I think that he's put in a lot of hard work. He's Mm. put up with a lot of ridicule from everyone. Yep. And even the Golden State Warriors got a lot of ridicule for picking him up. Yeah, definitely. And the Warriors are like, nah, Andrew Wiggins has potential because that's he's always had potential. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you'd hope so with a with a number one pick, but I think yeah, I I think once people didn't see him deserve. Oh, sorry evolve into the guy that they thought then no. people oh i think he's, i think everyone everyone yeah. gave up on him by the time golden state took him yeah golden but, state was just a can they get something out of him and I yeah. think they've turned him into a lot more than just a something they've, they've, they've made him fit the right role and i mean 18 points a game he's going well but the big thing is yes all star not starter <laughs> so apparently <sighs> the reason why andrew wiggins got a starting position is because mm. apparently there's some big k-pop dude that loves the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I did hear that. And so this K-pop dude was like on TikTok and like all of his social media um, crazy. things being like, vote for Andrew Wiggins for the All-Stars. And apparently it was the fan vote I mean, that we, we've put seen, him over the top. We've seen similar stuff in the past. We've seen like guys like Zaza get a ton of votes and almost be an All-Star. But, but unfortunately for Zaza or for Andrew Wiggins is that Andrew Wiggins was doing well enough to legitimately yep. be an all-star. Yeah, because like, they're definitely like the meme votes. They, yeah, but, but the league can, kind the of league backed can, it up. The so. league can veto the yeah, meme votes. Exactly, whereas this one, he actually kind of deserved half to be an all-star meme, already. So. Half, yeah, so it was like, damn, but to make <laughs> him a starter, look, I don't want to, I don't want to like talk down the dude too much because at the end of the day, he's doing really well in Golden State yeah. and it's fun to watch. He's, I'm not disappointed that he's an all-star. I'm not as venous, venomously against it compared mm. to some, like to Trey Young or whatever, because at the end of the day, Wiggins is probably like the number two scorer at the moment behind Steph. Yeah. He's an important part of their, their team and okay. he's really coming to his own. So again, I'm not that upset. It's just probably not 
deserved when you realize that the next person we're going to talk about is Devin Booker. I was just about to say, it, it sounds okay until you hear the list of people that aren't starters, <laughs> including uh, Devin Booker. I mean, leading the Suns who are leading the league. I mean, that's... that's a, Averaging 25 points a game. That's That's got starter written all over it. The only thing is, like you said, the whole position thing. Because Wiggins is a forward, Booker's a yeah. guard, and they already had Steph and Jar. I mean, maybe I would almost say switch out Steph for Booker, but... Almost, yeah. But yeah. again, Steph's got those K-pop votes as well. Yeah. So... so yeah, it's a bit crazy. Uh, I mean, Luca, Chonkadonk. <laughs> he's slimming down. He's he actually is. Got, it, look, yeah. we were a bit harsh on him at the start. He has slimmed down. He still looks a bit chonk, though. I think, yeah. That's just but body type he's playing there. fine. Mm. He's picked up a bit. I still think he's a bit inefficient for what he like oh, yeah. what you'd want especially from deep um, but but his stats don't done. lie i mean 26 points a game nine assists nine rebounds that's he's almost averaging a triple double yeah that's what i say which i mean a couple seasons ago that'd be what that's crazy but now it's just kind of standard for yep. for players but yeah booker Doncic, we're both pretty yeah happy, happy with, with those mr gobert the eiffel tower yep. as i call him look i'm i'm a jazz fan so i'm a little biased but I'm, actually i'll let you go because i'm uh, happy with this sweet okay he he was an all-star last year, mm. and I think this year he's definitely playing better. And I know, I know we don't like, we don't really take into account if they've improved, but yeah. he has improved. Yeah, I think the thing is for me, like this is a third all-star appearance. Some of the other ones, I think it was borderline, but yeah, the dude's averaging 15 rebounds a game, 16 oh, what? and 16 points a game. He's, he's good. bumped up his points. I think if any of the years, we're not comparing to other years, but this is the year he deserves it the most. So I think that's very fair. Hold up, hold uh, up. Embiid is averaging 10 rebounds a game. Yep. And Jokic, Jokic is averaging 13.7, almost 14. I mean, I think he's leading the league in rebounds still. His, his defense has stayed consistent while also improving his offense, being more efficient. And I like that. So I okay. think, yeah. And also... Defense never gets enough credit, so I always like to no, see defensive I th- players. I get. think he deserves it. Yep. I think he deserves it. Yep. Uh, here's, let's talk about someone who I don't think deserves it okay. at all, mm-hmm. uh, is Draymond Green. Yeah. Sorry, bud. I tend to agree with you, but I also feel that there is a fair case for it as well. <laughs> Firstly, the team's doing well. That shouldn't be everything for All-Star, but I think it should be Look, part of it. Unfortunately for Draymond, mm. the sort of stuff he does, his, his value to the team is never truly going to show up on the stat sheet. Yep, yep, that's very which true. Which, I'll be the first person to say that. Very true. But, regardless, he is not doing enough on the stat sheet to warrant being an all-star. Yeah, I mean... Go Bear, look, if Go Bear is your, like, selection for someone that does a lot of defense and doesn't show up the stat sheet, mm. this man's still averaging 16 points and 15 rebounds. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Draymond is averaging, let's just round it out, to eight. eight points a game, seven assists, and seven rebounds. The seven assists and seven rebounds are good no. across the board, but the points, yeah, I mean, it's not, not enough. a huge scorer. It's not, no, it's, there's <sighs> nothing yeah. here that is like, wow. I think, I think he's a great player, but not an all-star, I think. He's, I think he's, he's been he's, an all-star look, before, but yeah. not this season. I think he's, yeah, no, I absolutely, look, here's the thing, right? I think he's a good player, and I think he's absolutely crucial mm. to the Golden State Warriors. Yep. I just think compared to the rest of the league, while, yes, he is a good player on a good team, mm. he is not statistically doing enough to be warranting yep. an all-star selection Especially with the people, people that missed out. But thankfully, I mean, he's not playing, so they did yep. bring in someone else for him, which we'll get to. But, yeah, I think it's it's a bit crazy to see who missed out and then he got it. So, yep. yeah. so should we talk about his replacement straight up? 
yeah, we'll yeah, come sure. we'll come back to Dono. Yeah. So straight up, Dejounte Murray is probably the other biggest person that got snubbed. Yeah, and honestly, I think one of the biggest slept on people in the entire league. I'm going to put yeah. that out there. No one's watching the Spurs at the <sighs> moment, which is a bit rough. I think Dejounte is like been improving consistently every year, and without DeRozan there, I mean the keys to the city have really fell to him, and he's almost the average. Dude has stepped up, almost averaging a triple double. I mean. <sighs> Can we just look at this for a second? Luca averaging... I mean, he's averaging more points, but he's averaging almost a triple-double. 26 points, 9 assists. DeJounte, pretty much 20 points a game, 9.2 assists, 8.4 rebounds. This is from a point guard as well. But I think he's also leading the league in steals. I think he's getting about two steals a game. It's, like This This guy has stepped up so much, but just because the Spurs aren't doing well, we don't see him like it's, ever really. It's just like, you know, you look at some of the other, like, you know... Um, Darius, mm. twenty almost twenty points, eight assists, but only three rebounds. Like yeah. everyone seems to have one crucial stat that they can't. Oh, okay, Lamelo I mean, Ball is bad one. Uh, Trey Young, like everyone has like one thing that they can't seem mm. to do. Whereas like he's almost averaging a triple double. That's really special. Yeah. It's just I'm sorry, man. I'm not gonna waste one of my league pass credits <laughs> to watch the Spurs. Yeah, I think that's kind of fair. I only um, get eight of them a month. That's fair. I mean, they're rebuilding, I think. Yeah. We can't expect the games to be that exciting, but it's just really promising to see him improve the way he has. Let's hold on to him and yeah. build around him, and maybe you've got yourself a team. Yeah. I'm, I'm just happy for the recognition. It's kind of good that he snuck in there, so I give that a tick. And then we've got Dono. He's been an all-star for a while now. Yeah. This is his Not third time. Not super consistent, but still all-star. He cover. averages enough points to be up there, yeah. and he's like the number one thing on the Jazz. So yep. as long as the Jazz are in the top eight, Dono will get all-star shots That's as fair. far as I'm concerned. Yep. Uh, Mr. Christopher Paul, the conductor, as yeah. I like to call him. <laughs> I mean, uh, 15 points a game, 10 assists. He's had some crazy assist see, games like in the high teens. That's a stat line for someone that like does a lot for the team but doesn't necessarily show up on paper. Yeah. I mean, it's still decent stats on talk, paper, but... Talk to me when you do that. Then if, if Green was doing that, Draymond, mm. I would not complain at all. Yep. That's fair. Because I think, yeah, he, he does a lot more beyond the paper, but his paper also backs it up too. So I think, yep. yeah, definitely You need, you need to average that. something over 10 yep. in my eyes to be an all-star. And at also, least. to be fair, this is also his 12th time as an all-star. CP3 this, this guy's like nuts. not really dropped off he's nuts. we don't see it happen often i mean nuts. we have like lebron who's still an absolutely insane level player at his age but yeah chris paul i think we forget that he's in his what about like 15th season 16th season yeah. something like that so he's yeah. still looking good looking great and finally rounding out the west carl anthony carl! i mean i think it's very fair dude's playing well 24 yep. points a game almost 10 rebounds few assists and the Wolves are kind of hanging in there, so they're not, not the worst. I was about to say, it sucks that they suck. <laughs> they're hanging in there. They're hanging in there. So I think that's fair. I mean, they're sitting seventh at the moment, so they're above both LA teams. So oh, That's not difficult, though. <laughs> I, th- I think that, yeah, the Wolves are slowly getting there, slowly improving, and he's the captain of the of the ship there. So I yep. think it's a fair pick. Well, that's that's our breakdown of the all-star teams. Yeah. Uh, let us know if you agree or disagree with yeah, what we said. Yeah, let us know who else you think should have should have been there or shouldn't be there. And if you disagree with me, I will meet you outside. <laughs> we can we can take we can catch me outside. How about that? We'll catch you in the comment section. <laughs> hey. So thank you for listening to our special edition All-Star Weekend thank All-Star you. Team breakdown. Please, this will go up on YouTube and on Spotify full length. Yep. We'll pay the price. So. Please like, subscribe, and I won't make a joke about making your mum listen to the podcast. (laughs) 
do it anyway stay tuned (laughs) and we're looking forward to what happens next thank you so much peace out see ya yes mate uh we went for like an hour and one minute okay that's fine it was an all-star special exactly